wasn't sure if I'd be preaching today and hadn't uh, spent a whole lot of time considering. But I do know this God is faithful. And so I was thinking back uh, kind of where we left off because we were in the book of Romans. We took some time and started the armor of God. I'm like, well, do I need to go back and pick up that? And in the midst of just kind of reading through that, was reading about the shield of faith. Got thinking about faith. And really, my mind went back to a verse that, that kept coming up over and over and over again back of uh, those of us that went through the Behold Your God series. Um, Colossians 2, verses 6 and 7. Let's start by reading that this morning. And this is from the New King James Version. Colossians 2, verses 6 and 7. As you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, and I'm going to pause there for just a minute. So that means, who is this talking to? It's talking to the child of God. I mean, if we have received Him, then to, to me that means we have believed we have received Him as, as our Lord. We have repented before Him. So as you therefore have received Christ Jesus, so, so that, now kind of something coming up then for the child of God, so walk in Him, rooted and built up in Him. And then here's the phrase, and established in the faith, as you have been taught, abounding in it with thanksgiving. Let's pray once again. So Heavenly Father, we, we come before You and just ask, Word of God speak. Lord, help me even now to not get in the way. And Lord, I pray that You would protect me from error, protect me from ever getting on a soapbox and just giving opinion. But Lord, help me to stay true to Your Word. And Holy Spirit, come and speak to every heart Everyone is going through something different in their lives, even right now. And so, Lord, I know that by the power of your Spirit and, and the truth of your Word, you have a Word for everyone here. So help us to receive it. Help us all to receive what you would have for us today. And it's in Christ's name I pray. Amen. Hey, if I could have just one quick second. I cannot, I cannot not say something right here. Because I called Dad this morning, it was at about 7.05, and I just told him, I've been knocking, I've been seeking, I've been reading all night long, and I, it's not opening. <laughs> it's basically what I told him, and I just said, I don't know what to say about it, I don't know what else to do about it, other than I just need to call and let you know. But I had a piece about it. Brothers and sisters, I wish I had my Chromebook here this morning because the one verse or the two verses that God gave me is that right there. Okay? And I just, when, when, when he turned to that verse, I just couldn't hardly stay in my seat other than just letting you read it. But I've got to give glory to God. His spirit is moving. And I, man, I wrestled so much with God. I just, I could not get anything down. It just wouldn't come. And I just had to, I just had to stop and be at peace of knowing he's going to bring what he's going to bring. And that's what he had me on this morning. So God, I just, God, I give you thanks. 
I thank you, Lord. I thank you for what you're going to bring through dad. And I know he's probably wrestling with the same stuff I was going through about, Lord, what? What is it? This is it. And we trust you, God. So I just pray that your spirit, when he talked about this morning, just wondering if he's ever just been felt like that. I just pray that your spirit would just pour upon him this morning and just give him a boldness to proclaim your truth. Here is affirmation, God, that your spirit is moving. It is moving. And God is your children. We just come before you and we trust that what's going to be proclaimed is going to be what we need right now. Because I know I need it. And God, you had me right here this morning. So I look forward to what you're about to do. And God, may you receive all the glory because it's all for you, God. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. I saw you back there grinning. <laughs> As I was reading that, I knew, I knew something was going on. But 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 the, there is so much in those two verses. We, we could preach a mini series alone on these two verses. But but the part that that kept coming to my mind and my thinking established in the faith. Because if there's ever a time that we need to be established in our faith, I believe it's now that we would stand strong in our faith. We'd stand strong on the truth of God's word and not waver. But stay firm and true to the Word of God. So, established in the faith. And, and I believe, because we, we already said that this is talking about those who have received Christ. So I am going to also take this as this faith is a saving faith. Saving faith. Now, how does faith come to someone? How does faith come? Well, if, if we're going to take one verse and, and, and bring it down to it, I would go to the Apostle Paul in Romans 10, verse 17. 10, verse 17. So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. See, for, for the true believer, one day, by the grace of God, we heard the Word of God. By His grace, one day we heard. Now, now we may have heard a message preached. We may have heard the gospel preached for years and years and years. We heard with our physical ears, but there was nothing spiritual that came of it. But one day, one day, the Lord overcome our unbelief. He overcame our darkness with His marvelous light. And He opened our ears spiritually, so to speak, if I could say it that way, so that we might hear and that we might recognize of who He is. And all the, the, the gospel, the faith came. And, and we believed. We, we, we believed. And, and, and in knowing our presence before most holy God. And in recognition now of our sin. Fall before Him. In repentance. And receiving Christ Jesus. Because we are saved by grace through faith. That's Ephesians 2, verses 8 and 9. We read these so often here. I know we got these committed to memory, or we should have. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Now, I take that to mean when it says you're saved by faith, was it your faith? No, it's the faith that the Lord gave you. 
The faith that the Lord gave you. Not, not of yourself. You didn't save yourself. It was the grace of God. And, and, and that not of yourself. It is the gift of God, not of works. You didn't work to, to earn it. There was nothing in you to deserve it other than it was at God's good pleasure to bring you into His family. Isn't that amazing? Because when I stop and think of that, about that, I go, why would He want me? And I hope you've had those moments where you've said that very same thing. Why would He want me? But rejoice in knowing that He did if He called you. And He opened your eyes to see. And by, for by grace you have been saved through faith, and, not, and that, not of yourself, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. <laughs> There'll be no one boasting in heaven of how they got there. Oh, I did this and this and this and this. Oh, all there will be is falling before the feet of Christ and, and rejoicing and giving Him glory. We are saved by faith through faith. We are justified by faith alone in Christ alone. Let's go to Galatians 2, verse 16. Galatians 2, verse 16. Knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but by what? What's it say? Say it out loud. Faith. Faith. Knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but by faith in Jesus Christ. Even we have believed in Christ Jesus that we might be justified, there it is again, by faith in Christ and not by the works of the law. For by the works of the law, no flesh shall be justified. You see there, you know, Jim talked about all the laws and the commands that many Jewish people are trying to keep and to follow and thinking that's going to get them in. But it won't. It won't. What will? What's the only way to God the Father? Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. And so someone who is of, of, of Jewish heritage until they fall before Christ, receiving Him and accepting Him as the Messiah who was sent by God, you see. It's not of works, not of the works of the law. There's no other way than by Christ Jesus. By faith alone in Christ alone, no other way. Uh, go to Titus 3. Titus 3, verses 4 through 7. And again, this is all reminders, isn't it? Is it good that we remind ourselves of this? Yes, it is. To remind ourselves of where we have come from. To remind ourselves that it was not of our own doing, but of Him. And, and to be thankful. To be thankful for the grace that brought faith. You see, so Titus 3, verses 4 through 7. But when the kindness and the love of God our Savior toward man appeared, not by works of righteousness which we have done, <laughs> All our righteousnesses are nothing more than what? Filthy rags before the Lord. Before the Lord. Not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to His mercy, He saved us. How? Through the washing of regeneration and the renewing of the Holy Spirit, whom He poured out on us abundantly through Christ Jesus our Savior. 
that having been justified by His grace, we should become heirs according to the hope of eternal life. And that's exactly what we are. We have a blessed hope. uh, And a hope beyond this life. And a hope of, of knowing that because Christ rose from the dead, that we too shall rise to be with Him. A, a hope of eternal life. Uh, Romans 5. Romans 5, verses 1 and 2. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have access by faith into this grace, now listen, into this grace in which we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Just to hear it is again, justified by faith. And for those who are justified by faith, we have peace with God. Peace with God. I believe that's saying we're no longer an enemy. We're no longer on the outside looking in, but we're part of the family. We're, we, we're at a peace relationship with the Lord before Him. And we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand. See, saved by grace through faith, and we are justified by faith alone in Christ alone, and we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand. (laughs) See, faith by which not only we have eternal life with Christ in heaven, but also faith by which we may victoriously live while walking on the face of this planet. The, the faith by which we stand. Now, uh, stand before the Lord someday? Yes. What about standing here? What about standing here? What about walking here? Galatians 2, verse 20. Verse, Galatians 2, verse 20. The Apostle Paul, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave Himself for me. Now if we go to Galatians 3, let's pick up verse 11. Galatians 3.11 But that no one is justified by the law in the sight of God is evident. For the just shall live by faith. So we should live. We should walk. We should be established in the faith as we are here on this earth. Uh, Romans 1, uh, verses 16 and 17. We looked at these, it's been several weeks ago now. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes. For the Jew first, and also for the Greek. For in it, the righteousness of God is revealed From faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. For in it, and never forget, for in what? In the gospel of Christ, that's what. For I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes. See, and then there's that question, do you believe this morning? You truly believe. Do you know Him? Oh, I pray that you do. I pray the Lord would open your eyes if if you don't, that, that you might... Come to Him and believe. The just shall live by faith. Now, uh, we're going to keep, we're going to keep hounding on that faith. 
for, for a few more minutes. First uh, Timothy 6, verse 12. First Timothy 6, verse 12. Now this is Paul as he, as he is encouraging Timothy. And here's what he says. He says, fight the good fight of faith. Read that part with me. Say it with me. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life to which you were also called and have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. Now, I know this was written for Timothy's encouragement, but is it for mine? Is it for yours? Yes, it is. I believe it's as, as though the Apostle Paul is, is saying to me, come on, Randy, fight the good fight of faith. Don't be discouraged. Remember where you, the Lord has brought you from. Remember who is your king. Remember who is your Lord. Remember his great and precious promises. See, we, we live by faith. We're to fight the good fight of faith. Well, how do we do that? How do we do that? How, how would I fight the good fight of faith? And what does it look like in the life of a believer? Well, let, let's go to some verses that we've looked at many times before, but it's good to remind ourselves, 2 Thessalonians chapter 1. 2 Thessalonians chapter 1. We're going to read verse 11 and 12. Now, now Paul uh, had just been talking about the faith of the Thessalonians and of how their faith was was growing stronger in spite of the the great persecution that they were facing, the tribulations they were facing, and he's encouraging them, as he did Timothy, to continue to fight the good fight of faith. Because these, these people were under horrible persecution. And this is the word that he had for them. Verse 11 and 12, 2 Thessalonians 1. Therefore, we also pray always for you that our God would count you worthy of this calling, and fulfill all the good pleasure of his goodness and the work of faith with power that the name of our Lord Jesus Christ might be glorified in you and you in him according to the grace of our God and the Lord Jesus Christ. Fulfill all the good pleasure of his goodness and the work of faith with power. I, I, I didn't put the ESV up there, I don't think, but I like how the ESV says, ESV says, work of faith by His power. It gets specific. It's not my power. No, it's not me. It's His. Uh, Therefore, we also pray always for you that our God would count you worthy of this calling and fulfill all the good pleasure of His goodness and the work of faith by His power. See, how, how is this work of faith accomplished? By His power. By His power, by the Holy Spirit working in us and through us. The Holy Spirit. That's what I'm saying. Are we walking in the Spirit? Am I walking in the Spirit? Am I being led by the Spirit? Are we worshiping in spirit and truth? Do we know what that? We really know what that is. Sometimes I wonder. By His power, by the Holy Spirit working in us and through us, we stand, we fight in the power of God by faith, and this faith gives us victory. Gives us victory. 1 John 5, verse 4. 1 John 5, verse 4. And this is the victory 
that has overcome the world, our faith. Now, it's, where's our, where did our faith come from? You know, it's, it's faith in God. It's, it's faith in God. It's faith in the gospel. It's faith in the word of God. That's what it's talking about. That's where victory comes. Oh, we we got to sing it a little that chorus, don't we? Oh, victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. He sought me and bought me with His redeeming blood. He loved me ere I knew Him, and all my love is due Him. He plunged me to victory beneath the cleansing blood. You see, victory came from the cross, didn't it? Victory came from the cross. And as His blood would wash over, a washing of regeneration, as the Lord would open our eyes to see Him and help us to see Christ, help us to see our sin, granting us faith to believe. Oh, there's victory. There's victory. There's victory. See, this faith that once resurrected us from the dead, we were all once dead in our trespasses and sins, amen? Oh, has made us alive in Christ. See, that this faith by which we're adopted into the family of God, this faith is the faith in which we stand. This is the faith in which we walk while we're yet on this planet. And so we hold, may we hold fast to this faith in the Word of God. Because the spirit, spiritual attacks will come. Amen? Spiritual attacks will come. Let's go. I'm going to drop down. Let's let's go down to that Ephesians six, verses ten through eighteen, and then we'll see where we end up after that. Because spiritual attacks will come, and as we were reading through this this portion of Ephesians six, talking of the armor of God. So it'll be uh, verses ten through eighteen. Finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. See, that comes back to what we were just talking about. It's by His power. The, the, the faith by which we stand. The work of faith by His power. So so here Paul is, is telling us again, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of His might. The, the battle's not ours, it's His. It's, it's as we submit to Him, and as we hold fast to Him, we stand secure in Him, trusting in Him. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore... Take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Stand therefore having girded your waist with truth 
having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, above all, now listen, now listen, above all, uh, the ESV would say, would say in all circumstances, above all, in all circumstances, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all all the fiery darts of the wicked one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, praying always with all power and supplication in the Spirit. Pray in the Spirit. Pray in the Spirit. Being watchful to this end and with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Take up the shield of faith. Take up the shield of faith. Uh, Proverbs 30, verse 5. Every word of God is pure. It's true. It's right. Every word of God is true. He is a what? Shield. To who? To those who put their trust in Him. Do we believe that? See, do I believe that? Take up the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all of the fiery darts of the wicked one. Go to the Word of God, taking the Word of God, the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, the shield of faith, the sword, every Word of God, the sword is pure, and He is a shield to those who put their trust in Him. Let's go to Psalms 18, verse 30. As for God, His way is perfect. Never forget that. Because His ways are not my ways. His ways are higher than my ways. His way is perfect. My way can be very flawed. As for God, His way is perfect. The Word of the Lord is what? Proven. It's proven. Jesus, Jesus, how I trust Him. How I've proved Him o'er and o'er. Jesus, Jesus, precious Jesus. Oh, for grace to trust Him more. Because He is proven. Proven. The Word of the Lord is proven. He is a, here it is again, what? He is a shield To all who trust in Him. Brothers and sisters, regardless of what you may be facing or what you're going through, regardless of what this country, this nation is going through, for, for the, for those who, uh, our King is the Lord. And His Word is proven. And He is a shield to those who trust Him. Doesn't mean we're not gonna face troubling times. That's not what it's saying, but we will be able to stand in the evil day as we trust in Him. Amen? As for God, His way is perfect. The Word of the Lord is proven. He is a shield to all who trust Him. So when you're talking about trust, Proverbs 3 comes to mind. We've got to read it this morning. Proverbs 3, verses 5 through 8. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. 
See, we're to love the Lord with all our heart, our soul, our mind, our strength. So here we're, we're reminded back in Proverbs, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Now, I, I just mentioned our understanding, our ways can be very flawed. But the Word of God is proven. His ways are pure. He is right. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways. I get that. In all your ways. Not just Sunday morning. We brush ourselves off. We come to church. But in all our ways. When you're out on the job. When you're studying. When you're doing classwork. Or perhaps even sitting in a classroom. When you're going down the aisle in Walmart. When you're stopping to get gas. In all your ways, acknowledge Him. Because it, it, see, if we do that, if we acknowledge Him in all our ways, we're going to be looking for where the Lord may be impressing us perhaps to say a word. Perhaps to say something kind to someone. To lift someone's spirit. Perhaps to help someone who may be downtrodden. And the Lord may give you an encounter where this person is praying, Lord, Lord, I need help, I need help, I need help. And all that we would make ourselves available if we were that one to, to, to we know we have an impression from the Holy Spirit. You need to go over there and say something to that person over there. Well, I don't know who they are. They'll think I'm crazy. No, you need to go talk to them. See, be led by the Spirit. And I pray that we'd have such an understanding that we would be able to discern the Spirit of God speaking to us and know it's the Lord. See, that's what I'm praying for. Lord, give me a discernment so that I know out of all the voices in my head that I'll know which is you. And when you say go and you say do, I'll not question it, but I'll go. And I tell you, there, there's no brighter thing than to go to someone that, that, that the Lord has told you to go to and you say something and they get a tear in their eye at that very moment. So I've been praying. You just don't know what I've been going through. And just, just to share, well, well, I'm a child of God and I know one thing, that His Word is proven. That His promises are faithful. And to perhaps share the Gospel with them. Maybe they don't know the Lord. And maybe the Lord is speaking to them and drawing them to Himself. Or perhaps they're just in a difficult time as a child of God, then they need encouragement. In all your ways, acknowledge Him. And He shall do what? What will He do if we acknowledge Him? He will direct our path. That's what I've been talking about. He will direct our path. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. Is there, is there any garbage in my life? Is there any garbage in your life we need to get rid of? We need to depart from? See, Jim was talking about examination. We need to do it every day. Lord, help me clean out the, the garbage. Help me to break up the fallow ground so that the, the seed of His Word would, would fall and would grow and, 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 and bear fruit in my life. In all your ways acknowledge Him and He shall direct your path. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. And, and here's a promise. 
It will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. Health to your flesh and strength to your bones. Trust in the Lord with your whole heart. Look to Him. Look to Him. Look to Him. Uh, did, did I put that old song, Turn Your Eyes? Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in His wonderful face. And the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light glory and let's sing it one more time turn your eyes upon Jesus look full in his wonderful face and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. So Heavenly Father, help us to turn our eyes to you. Help us to look to you in all ways in every circumstance, help us to acknowledge you. Lord, help me, help me to do that very thing, to acknowledge you in every situation of life and to be open and listening and sensitive to the prompting and moving of the Holy Spirit. Lord, help each and every one of us here know what that is. To, to a degree perhaps that we've never known before. Help us to know what it is to walk by the Spirit, to walk by faith as we should. So Lord, help us, I pray. And, and Lord, should there be anyone that would listen to this sermon who is yet lost, I pray by the truth of your word and by the power of your Spirit that you would overcome their darkness that you would shine the light of truth into a dark place and that you would grant them faith that they might believe. Oh, and in believing and, and in seeing Christ, that they would see their own sin and they would uh, fall before Christ, repenting of their sins and turning and following Christ. So Lord, help, help the true believers to walk as we should walk. Give us reminders, Lord, of your great and precious promises. Help us to not despair, regardless of what may come our way. There we're going to be a lot of stuff we're going to be hearing over the next few weeks and up to the election and past the election. Lord, help us look beyond all that. Uh, help us to pray. Oh, Lord, we need to pray. We need to do our part as Christians. I believe we need to vote and we need to, we need to do those things. And, and Lord, uh, uh, help us to know that, that the outcome is in your hands, that you put kings and authorities in place. And, and Lord, that whatever happens, that you are still on the throne. And Lord, we're going to stand firm 
in faith. Stand firm on the Word of God, Your Word, Lord, which is proven time and time again. So, Father, I pray You'd go with us, grant us peace. And it's in Christ's name I pray. Amen. Amen.